At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the Circa Resort and Casino. It is my guys in the desert. Femi Abebefe filling in for Stormy Bonantoni, who is out on assignment. You know it. It's a hashtag Femi Friday holiday edition, as it is the Friday after one Thanksgiving. Make sure to tweet the show at VEASAN Live, at Femi Abebefe. We want to hear from you guys as we try to find some valuable picks later on this evening and into this festive football weekend of course jam-packed show over this next hour got a lot of guests for you guys here stormy like i mentioned is out but she will be joining us at 2 45 she's on assignment in los angeles covering byu taking on usc we'll talk about that game and also get her thoughts on her college football plays later on this weekend Vinny mayulo of the south point the head odds maker out there at the south point joins the show at 2 30 to help us talk a little college football and nfl to see what they're seeing Behind the window there at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And in five minutes, Wes Reynolds joining us, the co-host of the Green Zone, hosts a plethora of other shows, and also a contributor to Point Spread Weekly in about five minutes as we try to find value in the NFL and in college football. But first, let's get to the top five stories that you need to know as a better here on November 26th in 2021. Number one, are the Bills back? The Buffalo Bills last night defeated the New Orleans Saints 31 to six Buffalo covers as seven point road favorites game goes under the total of 45 bills now back in first place in the AFC East but they have a big time matchup next Monday night as they host the New England Patriots the first of two matchups between those two teams right now the bills minus 200 to win the division over at DraftKings though a little bit of injury news for the bills they lost cornerback Tredavious White their best member of the secondary. He is done for the season with a torn ACL, according to reports. So the Bills will have to move on without Tredavious White. The number two storyline of the day, it was a ref show in Big D. How about that? The Raiders defeated the Dallas Cowboys yesterday afternoon, 36-33 to in overtime. Raiders cover and win outright as seven-point underdogs. Game flies over the total of 51. In my opinion, it was probably the worst high-scoring overtime game in the history of the National Football League. A combined 28 penalties between the two teams. Sean Hockley, get him off my TV screen for, for forever. Don't want to see that guy ever again. The Cowboys, though, their lead in the NFC East has shrunk to two games. Also, the Circus Survivor implications. Get this. 
80 entries yesterday had the Cowboys as their Circa Survivor pick. You can cross those out. 14 other people at the Detroit Lions. So you get only 40 accounts left in Circa Survivor. And of course, they have to pick games on Sunday for this week's NFL game. So a difficult stretch here for our Survivor members. The number three storyline, Packers head coach Matt LaFleur says Aaron Rodgers will play in Sunday afternoon's game against the Los Angeles Rams. Rodgers did not practice this week. Last week, he only practiced 15 reps on Friday before their game against the Minnesota Vikings. Of course, Rodgers dealing with a toe injury. So Rodgers, despite not practicing, will start as the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Right now, Packers one and a half point underdogs against the Rams who are coming off of the bye. The number four storyline, let's get to the NFL injury updates, and there are plenty of them. Speaking of the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Jones, questionable against the Rams. Alan Lazard, their wide receiver, dealing with a shoulder injury, he's questionable as well. For the Cleveland Browns, running back Kareem Hunt, expected to be activated off the injured reserve, so he should be able to play in their Sunday night showdown against the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson will play. Hollywood Brown, their dynamic wide receiver, he has been questionable dealing with a thigh injury didn't play last week so he is questionable against the Browns for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown has been ruled out with an ankle injury he's missed now a handful of games for the Bucks. for the Tennessee Titans two playmakers one AJ Brown their number one receiver has been ruled out against the New England Patriots with a chest injury running back Jeremy McNichols concussion he was ruled out as well Atlanta Falcons running back Cordero Patterson, running back wide receiver extraordinaire, as how we should call him here. He's questionable with an ankle injury against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars running back James Robinson, he will play. He's been battling a heel and knee injury for much of the season. He is good to go against the Atlanta Falcons. Steelers pass rusher TJ Watt, one of the best defenders in the league, will play Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. There was no injury designation for him after Friday's practice. Eagles running back Jordan Howard ruled out against the New York Giants. Cornerback Darius Slay cleared concussion protocol, so he will play against the Giants. Speaking of Big Blue, they got a lot of injuries. Running back Saquon Barkley, questionable versus the Eagles. Tight end Kyle Rudolph, doubtful. Wide receiver Kadarius Toney, doubtful. Wide receiver Sterling Shepard, ruled out with a quad injury. So Daniel Jones, that offense that will not have offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, is just going to be really banged up. We'll see how they can do against the Eagles right now. Three and a half point underdogs. Our number five storyline happening right now. The number four team in college football, the Cincinnati Bearcats taking on East Carolina. That game closed Cincinnati minus 14 and a half with a total of 56 and a half. Right now, the Bearcats are up 21 to three late in the second quarter in that game. Cincinnati, of course, poised to go run the table in that American Athletic Conference. They'll be taking on Houston next week in the AAC Championship. Might be the first team ever from the group of five to make the college football playoff. So those are your five storylines that you needed to know as a better, which now brings us to our first guest. One rest, Wes Reynolds, I should say. VSIN's Point Spread Weekly contributor, also the co-host of the Green Zone, which you can find every Sunday afternoon from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific time here. The live betting bonanza. Wes, appreciate you joining us here on My Guys in the desert. And I want to talk about the games that are come up Sunday in the NFL. But first, let's look back at yesterday's slate on Turkey Day. Which NFL team, in your opinion, did we learn the most about on Thanksgiving? I think we probably learned the most about the Cowboys and the fact that, look, explosive offensively, Femi, but you can have them defensively. Now, when they're getting turnovers, then they can capitalize with that potent offense. But when they're not, they're really, when you look at their numbers, if you ignore the turnover margin, this is a team that could get picked apart in the secondary. And you saw Derek Carr and the Raiders being able to do that. And that was really the first time, I think, obviously, since the uh, tragedy involving the young lady that was killed in the car accident uh, with Henry Ruggs, mm -hmm. that you saw Raiders receivers get deep down the field. You didn't see it against Cincinnati. You didn't see it in, against the Giants. And now the Raiders were able to get vertical on Dallas. So I think we learned a lot about Dallas. Look, this is going to be a playoff team. They're going to win the NFC East. But I'm still a little concerned about this defense against when they get a really good offense in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see if the Calvary comes back here. Demarcus Lawrence is expected to be coming back from the IR maybe next week. We'll see, but positive signs for him. Randy Gregory also out as well. So maybe that... The Calvary coming back helps out the defense, but they didn't look good yesterday afternoon. All right, Wes, let's turn our attention to Sunday. 
into the AFC North. Pittsburgh's taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Right now, the consensus line, Bengals three-and-a-half-point favorites after we've seen a little bit of movement on that one, total sitting at 45. Do you agree with that move towards the Pittsburgh Steelers in this AFC North clash? I do, Femi. And look, it was moving to Cincinnati early in the week, and I kind of was like, well, why is it moving to Cincinnati off a win over over a Raiders team that kind of had a very pedestrian effort at home, and you didn't really know where the psyche was for that team? Look, almost when in doubt when you have Steeler games, you usually are going to take them as an underdog. In the Mike Tomlin era, this team's 44-22-3 as an underdog. So this isn't like a recency bias sample size. This is a whole body of work that they have with Tomlin. Four and one is an underdog again this year. And look, Pittsburgh got licked at home by Cincinnati. It was 24 to 10. It was a very bad performance at Heinz Field for the Steelers. But now I think you're kind of starting to see where betters are like, okay, this was getting a little bit too high, a little mm-hmm. bit out of whack at half, now seeing it down to three and a half. I think one of the main reasons, too, for the uh, move to the Steelers side is because they're getting a friendly health, uh, injury report, really, especially on defense. T.J. Watt is going to be back. Looks like uh, Hayward is going to be good to go. Joe Hayden, I believe, is still questionable. Fitzpatrick was out with COVID, I believe, so I didn't even see him listed on the injury report. Hayden is still the big one that is questionable, but nevertheless, Fitzpatrick back, Loudermilk back, T.J. Watt back. So Steeler defense, which I do believe is a championship defense if they have the offense to match, that's going to beg the question, but I do agree with this move on the black and gold. About 90 seconds here, Wes, before we got to take a break here. The Vikings taking on the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers right now three-point favorites, but that's a heavily juiced three, minus 120, with a total at 49. This is a big game in terms of NFC implications. Who has the edge in this matchup, in your opinion? Yeah, this is actually a tough one for me, Femi, because if you look at the Vikings, you really can't get margin on this team. They've lost one game this season by more than four points, and that was by seven at home to Cleveland. But you look at the San Francisco side, 0-4 against the number and 0-4 straight up as a home favorite under Kyle Shanahan this year. But yet it looks like the 49ers are getting a little bit of action because you're now seeing three, as you mentioned, juice, minus 120, minus 118, just kind of looking at my screen here. So that's making me think maybe the Niners are the right side. I have not laid it, though, yet. Yeah, I'm even seeing three and a half out at the South Point, too. So if you like the Vikings, maybe hang back and wait or grab that three and a half if it's appealing to you. But this one, I played the Vikings. Uh, I thought this was going to close three, and we'll see what happens. But with the defensive line issues for Minnesota that we've seen so far, I mean, Everson Griffin just got placed on NFI earlier this afternoon. So no Griffin, likely no Dalvin Tomlinson on the COVID list. Uh, You're already down Michael Pierce. Daniil Hunter's out for the rest of the season. So it's going to be a Vikings Defensive line that is pretty undermanned. Wes, hang tight, though. I want to ask you about the Colts and the Bucks on the other side of the break, and they'll also break in to the college football slate as well since it's rivalry weekend. Got a lot of great games with college football playoff implications. But first, draft a killer lineup and hunt down a win with the Gridiron Grudge Match presented by Amazon's Hannah. Play free fantasy football and fight for your share of $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash PrimeVideoHannah now to get in on the action. Amazon, work hard, have fun, make history. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. On the other side, Wes Reynolds hanging tight with us as we break down Bucks, Colts and start to look at the college football rivalry weekend slate. It is my guys in the desert here on VCN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of My Guys in the Desert is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is my guys in the desert coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino here in downtown Las Vegas, Femi Abebefe. Filling in for Stormy Bonantoni, who's on the road in Los Angeles, but she will be joining us in 245. At joining us right now, Wes Reynolds, the host of Long Shots here on VEASAN, also a contributor to Point Spread Weekly. We're talking NFL and college football. And Wes, I wanted to get to your hometown squad. The Indianapolis Colts taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. The Colts three-point underdogs, total of 53 and a half. How do you see this game shaking out here? Is there possibly any value, whether it be side or total, in this matchup kicking off 1 p.m. Eastern time? Well, one thing I'll say is this is the cleanest the injury report has been all season, really, for Indianapolis. Uh, Quentin Nelson, full participant today, so he's going to go. Darius Leonard. Now, I think when Leonard sits out midweek for practice, that's just kind of a precautionary measure because he's the leader of the defense. But I think this is a Colts team that really comes in with some confidence. They were they weren't healthy early. They struggled out of the gate, new quarterback, new system and everything. But now they've gotten back to six and five. They finally beat a team with a winning record and beat them handily on the road, taking it to Buffalo. And I think what they've really found is that Jonathan Taylor is really good. And he might be the running back in the National Football League, certainly is playing like it right now. But this is a game where it's strength on strength because the Bucs are really tough to run against. Even without Vita Vey, I believe he was still listed as a game-time decision for Sunday. So it is going to be a challenge for the Colts to run that ball. But the offensive line has started to come together. I think this is a team with a lot of confidence because, you know, when you beat the Jaguars and you beat the Jets, it's like, okay, you don't really know necessarily what you have. But to go over and do what they did to Buffalo, who looked pretty good in the Sunday night game last night, Mm -hmm. I think gave them a a little bit of confidence going forward. You're starting to see three with juice to Tampa Bay. That indicates maybe that there's going to be a three and a half show somewhere. And I would be interested in Indianapolis on that side, small lean to the over as well. Yeah, that's going to be one of the better games of the day. It's Brady and the Bucks going up against Mike Evans. It sounds like he should be good to go. Antonio Brown, like we mentioned earlier at the top of the show, is out for the fifth consecutive game here for Tampa Bay. Wes, let's go back to school. Turn our attention to college football rivalry weekend. It's Thanksgiving weekend, so we got to get some bad blood out there on the gridiron. And we'll start with the game, is that they dub it, Ohio State taking on Michigan Ohio State right now, seven-point favorites with a total of 64.5. But early this morning, started to see some of that Michigan money coming in here as that line went down from seven and a half, eight. Now it's down to seven pretty much across the board. There's some seven and a halfs still out there. But 
Is this the year, Wes, that Michigan finally gets it done or at least keeps it close with the Buckeyes? Well, it's probably the best chance in several years for Harbaugh and the Wolverines to keep it close because I think this is probably one of the better teams that he has had. This is a team that can run the ball very solid defensively. And I think the quarterback uh, uh, situation with McNamara and also they use a little bit of freshman J.J. McCarthy for a couple different packages. This team, I think, has finally shown that they can throw the ball down the field and they can make plays. They were running so well early on, it was like they were sticking with the run. But when teams start stacking the box against them, it's like, okay, can they make plays in the passing game? And they have been able really to do it so far. Michigan, uh, best team in the country in terms of against the number, how we grade these things. Nine and two against the number, average cover of eight and a half points a game. Now, they've got two pass rushers that are really good. These guys are going to be first-round draft picks come 2022. Can they get pressure on C.J. Stroud, though? Ohio State is showing, I think, what we all knew, but they had a couple of those pedestrian games, like against Nebraska, really couldn't get away from Penn State, only went in by nine. And then they kind of reminded us, okay, we're still Ohio State number one offensively in the country. So this is going to be a big test. We know the numbers. Ohio State's dominated the series the last 16 years, 15 and one, 10 and six against the number that Jim Harbaugh has never beaten them. The only time uh, Michigan has actually beaten Ohio State since 2003 was when Luke Fickle was the interim coach in Columbus in 2011. So I did not bet this game because I thought that the number came in about right, Mm -hmm. a little bit higher than seven but less than 10, which is where I thought the number was going to be. I think you're getting good two-way action on this game. And now even seeing sevens, as you mentioned, uh, including right down there where you're sitting, uh, the studio behind you. But what the way I would look at this, uh, it might be like an in-game opportunity. Nothing pre-flop for me. If you had to be, you said, okay, you got to make a pick, I would lean small to Michigan, but this will be an in-game deal for me. Why aren't we talking about Michigan more? It feels like they're like the quietest 10 and one big name program that I can remember. Like it almost feels like we just don't believe that they're a legitimate contender. Why do you think we're not talking about the Wolverines more just in general throughout this college football season? Yeah. And that's a good point, Femi. I think probably because look, it's kind of like, okay, you got to show me because what we've seen with Michigan is they did lose to Michigan state second year in a row. Mel Tucker's now two and oh, against the Wolverines. And then we've seen this movie so many times, like I said, 15 in the last 16 years, where it's like, well, they're just, it's almost inevitable that they're going to get beat by Ohio State. I think this is going to be competitive, though. You look, they're number nine in total defense in the country. They're eighth in passing yards allowed. They're seventh in scoring defense. And I think the whole key for Michigan is just don't turn the ball over and give Kevin Wilson and Ryan Day's offense more chances to score. You got to be able to take care of the football. They got to try to find a way to run it, too, against Ohio State. And that has not been an easy task, really, for any of the opposition this year. Because you look at Ohio State on rushing defense, 11th in the country, only giving up about 102 a game. So I think the reason why we're not talking about Michigan is because we're kind of creatures of habit. We bet we we bet on what we see a lot of times, and we haven't been seeing a lot of Michigan victories of late. Speaking with Russ Reynolds here, the host of the Green Zone from 10 to 5 p.m. every Sunday. You can talk about NFL Live betting bonanza. Also, contributor to Point Spread Weekly, Wes Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam. It's going to decide who's playing in the Big 12 title game next Saturday. The Cowboys right now, four and a half point favorites. I can't remember the last time I saw the total on Bedlam under 50, but it's 49 and a half. We all know what Oklahoma State's defense is capable of. But do you think Oklahoma's defense is possibly being overlooked in this matchup because they've been pretty stout over the last few weeks themselves? Well, it's really weird to see Oklahoma's defense be the strength of the team, but it really has been because you've had erratic quarterback play, not only out of Spencer Rattler, but a little bit out of Caleb Williams take up, take out that long touchdown run he had really wasn't that great last week. And they kind of had to just hold on for dear life against Iowa state. And you look at the Oklahoma defense in general numbers, 74th total. That's not really going to scare you, but 25th against the run And if they could stack the box and force you to beat them down the field, that's why they're giving up so many yards in terms of the passing game. But you mentioned a total being this low for Bedlam. It is low, rightfully so. And I would still be on the under, even though it's dropped from the opener of 51. You're seeing some 49s, 49 and a half. I think there might be a rogue 50 out there here or there. But 
I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. And look, if Oklahoma wins, then you're going to get the rematch again in the Big 12 championship yeah. game. So both the, for one of these teams to get in that playoff, you're going to have to have some help. Number one, they're going to have to sweep their rival in the state of Oklahoma, but they're also going to have to have some chaos in front of them. They're going to have to have like a Cincinnati lose or if Notre Dame inexplicably loses to Stanford. But I think even with two wins, the Big 12 champion can jump Notre Dame. I'm not sure they could jump Cincinnati. Yeah. Wes, we got about a minute left, so I want to ask you about the Iron Bowl. Alabama taking on Auburn. The Crimson Tide, 20-and-a-half point favorites with a total of 57. Now, they're locked into the SEC title game against Georgia next Saturday. So is this possibly, can't believe I'm saying this about the Iron Bowl, but possibly a look-ahead spot for the Tide? It could be, but this game did lose a lot of luster with Bo Nix now being out for the season. Uh, and look, I haven't been really overwhelmed with Alabama this season. They were life and death against Arkansas. So I think this tied team is down from teams we have from years past. But that being said, it's a really high standard. And this is, I think, one of the top four teams in the country. But the number the number's rich because of what you mentioned for a look-ahead spot. But Maybe Nick Saban, uh, that got their attention that they dropped in the rankings, only winning by seven over Arkansas, now down to number three. Nick Saban will use every possible psychological edge he could get. So I don't know if I'd want to be taking it here, but I'm not going to lay it. But that would be my lean anyway on the favorite. Real quick, Wes, 10 seconds. Gonzaga taking on Duke in college basketball. Zags, nine-point favorites. Where would you go? Yeah, I'm going to take Duke here, plus the nine. They're used to getting calls on the road. Gonzaga's just starting (laughs) to get calls. There we go. He is Wes Reynolds, a point spread weekly contributor, also the host of Long Shots and the Green Zone. Wes, thank you for joining us here. Best of luck this weekend, bud. You bet, pal. Thank you. All right. On the other side, Vinny Maiulo of the South Point joining us. Plus, it's time to cringe. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. It is my guys in the desert coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino. The sports book here is so beautiful in downtown. Las Vegas, Femi Abebefe filling in for Stormy Bonatoni. She joins us in the next segment from Los Angeles where she is covering BYU-USC tomorrow night, Pac-12 after dark. But it's the halfway point of the show, which means, folks, settle in. Buckle up, because it's time to cringe. Always wait for it. I just absolutely love that sound because as betters, we got to get it out the mud, and that's what we're doing Sunday afternoon in the Meadowlands. The Giants plus three and a half is my cringeworthy play of the week. It doesn't get any more nasty than putting this one in the pending wagers. Fading the Eagles has been an uncomfortable thing to do since they've covered three of the last four. However, I've been joking that all week long, I am the Eagles whisperer. Folks, seven and two is my record betting Eagles games against the spread. I got a great read on this team, and I think this is the time to sell high. New York just fired their offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett. So typically you get that fired coach bump. Now, Garrett wasn't the head coach, but he was the OC, and there was some friction between personnel and the staff there with the Giants. So with Garrett out, Freddie Kitchens now takes over play calling. I think you get a little bit more creativity. Even if it's just for one week, this is the week they get it done. Now, they're a little unhealthy, banged up in terms of their skill guys. Kadarius Tony is doubtful. Sterling Shepard is out. Saquon Barkley is questionable, et cetera, et cetera. But this Eagles team, while they are good, are they good enough to be laying more than a field goal in a division game on the road? I don't know if they're there quite yet. Let's not forget, the Eagles were three-point favorites a month ago at Detroit. Now they're three-and-a-half at the Giants. And say what you will about Big Blue. They're not as bad as our friends in Honolulu Blue. So, Giants plus three-and-a-half, my cringeworthy play of the week. Yes, <laughs> I always got to wait for the pause right there. I got I to gotta wait for that noise to come in. And joining us now, you've been waiting on this guy. He's a fantastic, fantastic member of our community here at VEASAN. Vinny Maiulo, the odds maker out at the South Point. 
Hotel and Casino. Vinny, I think this is the first time we're chatting, so nice to meet you over the phone and appreciate joining, uh, having you join us here on My Guys in the Desert. So we just said it, the cringeworthy play this week, Giants plus three and a half against the Eagles. What do you think about that look here Sunday afternoon in the Meadowlands? Good to finally speak with you, Femi. I uh, will start it off by saying you're a brave man. But uh, you, <laughs> you know what? You've got, you've got to be brave in this business, uh, yep. whether you're on uh, your side of the counter or our side of the counter. But you know what? You uh, you have confidence in your numbers as a bookmaker, and you bet with conviction as a better. So good for you. And uh, you know what? You've got uh, some you have some good reasoning there. And uh, we'll see what happens with uh, with that one, which is positioned right in the uh, the middle of the card on on Sunday morning. Yeah, what what are you guys seeing behind the window with that game? I know every week we, we joke about the Sirianni syndicate that pushes all this Eagles money coming in late in the week. Have you guys seen that Eagle money come in so far this week or are they hanging back and waiting to come maybe tomorrow or Sunday before kickoff? Yeah, good question. You know, we've seen the uh, uh, Eagle games uh, in 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 recent weeks get there, but here and this probably won't surprise you, Femi, because it's the key number of three. We hung at three and a half. They took three and a half. We went to three. And then uh, uh, Chrissy, uh, Chris Andrews, our director, went back to three and a half here. So it looks like a game where, uh, you know, more seasoned betters are going with the three and a half and the value there. And uh, when, the, when it does hit three, again, uh, folks are laying the Eagles here. But let's remember this. There's so much college football today. Mm-hmm. And, of course, a big college basketball game right here in Las Vegas between uh, Duke and uh, and Gonzaga. Uh, so all the college football games will get the, uh, the the play today. They'll sprinkle in some NFL. Same thing tomorrow uh, here at Rivalry Week, Rivalry Week uh, with some big games that we'll get to. Uh, but this game here, we've yet to see uh, the majority of the money come in. But it'll come in starting on Saturday night and right up to kickoff on Sunday morning. Yeah, it's almost overwhelming how much stuff is going on between now and kickoff 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. on the East Coast. But it's a better's dream. Like I say at the top of the show, great day to be alive, great day to be a better because we have a plethora of sides and totals to pick from. Staying in the NFL, another one of the early morning window games, the Tennessee Titans taking on the New England Patriots. Patriots right now, seven-point favorites with a total of 43.5. This one last week was Patriots minus 2.5. We've seen a huge adjustment with New England now favored by a touchdown. Are you seeing better kind of sell high on New England, or are they still going back to the well with this Pats team that has been red hot, probably the hottest team in the league right now? Yeah, Femi, for sure. We've seen uh, we've seen nothing but Patriots money so far. Game opened six on Monday morning. Uh, they laid six, they laid six and a half, and now seven. Also, uh, a, a very good teaser game here. You'll see a public will generally tease the Patriots down to either one or, or, or pick them. But uh, pros are looking to take, if they do tease this, they'll take the points. You know, there's, let's remember there's uh, two ways to bet teasers. And this is certainly mm-hmm. one of those examples here, uh, Titans plus two touchdowns, but uh, I think there's a little trepidation, right? Which Titans team is going to show. I mean, they've lost some the games they've lost this year are games where you, you just scratch your head because they've been pretty significant favorites. A dog here getting out on the road against a good Patriots team, which is on a roll and looking to keep pace with the Bills. But right now it's been Patriots money showing from uh, laying six and laying six and a half, and we sit at seven. Yeah, ever since Derrick Henry got hurt, this Titans offense has been just kind of pedestrian is one way to put it there, and they've struggled. And I know the defense has stepped up, but offensively, if they if they can't put points on the board, it'll be difficult, especially going up against a pretty physical New England Patriots running game. In the afternoon, kind of the, the highlight Fox game, Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers. Right now, you guys have the Rams one-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 47. Aaron Rodgers confirmed to be playing, although he didn't practice. What are you guys seeing behind the window in this game? The Rams haven't looked too hot the last two times out in prime time, but it appears that the betting market still likes them on, uh, on Sunday in Lambeau. Yeah, good uh, good question. Here's this is So far, we've seen nothing but Rams money here. Again, on Monday, wow. opened the Packers as a one-point favorite. They took one. Uh, went to pick, and, they, and they've and they been betting the Rams ever since. Now the Rams are one and a half here at South Point. You're seeing twos out there in some spots, uh, uh, depending on where you're looking, uh, whether in-state or out-of-state. Uh, but all Rams money so far, and it's hard to believe that we're on the verge of two weeks in a row where we absolutely need the Packers. We needed the Packers <laughs> last week against the Vikings, and right now things are shaping up for me to where we're probably going to need the Packers again this week. It'll be a, a very strongly bet game. I mean, this will be the let's. There's only three afternoon games on Sunday, but this is the one that's going to get the majority of the attention it has so far. And I don't think that trend's going to stop. 
We're speaking with Vinny Maiulo, the odds maker there at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Vinny, let's turn our attention to college football. The game of the day is the game between Ohio State and Michigan. And as betters, we tend to remember what we last saw and what we've seen over the last eight years is the Buckeyes dominate the Wolverines. Right now at the South Point, Ohio State is a seven and a half point favorite, total of 64 and a half. What are you guys seeing behind the window in this game that's going to decide the Big Ten East? Yeah, it's a game certainly with playoff implications. And uh, believe it or not, you know, we opened this game eight and initially uh, went to eight and a half. And uh, as Chris Andrews reported earlier in the week, it was a you know, pretty respected opinion that, uh, that laid, the, uh, laid the eight with that. So we went to eight, but then they took, uh, they took eight and a half. They took eight, and we've seen uh, another uh, pop here of Michigan. Uh, so now we're at seven and a half, and uh, you're starting to see some sevens pop up out there. So I think folks are starting to think, well, maybe Michigan can, uh, uh, you know, can get off the schneid here and end this curse. You know, Jim Harbaugh's yet to beat the Buckeyes, but this is going to be a great two-way betting game, Femi. Mm-hmm. Believe me when I tell you. I mean, it's going to be bet over. My only regret is that this game is a 9 a.m. Pacific game. I wish it was at least yeah. a midday game because it's going to be bet like some of these NFL games. And let's remember, uh, they've been betting it heavy since we posted it on Monday, but Wednesday night started a deluge of, uh, of holiday money, and it includes all the NFL that we've been talking about. But this is a game that's going to be bet like an NFL game, and we'll certainly respect that and treat it uh, from the bookmaking side, uh, booking it the same way as well. It's interesting, staying in the Big Ten, Penn State's taking on Michigan State, and it's the Nittany Lions who are the favorite at two-point two favorites with a total of 52. Is this one where you're seeing just kind of public betters saying, hey, I can get the ranked team with points at home, or, or how are they playing this game here, whether it be the side or the total? Yeah, I just went to two. Uh, I mean, good, uh, good call there. You know, we opened this game uh, with, Mich- at, at, with Pickham, and again, Michigan State's probably a bit down, right, after the thrashing that they took yeah. uh, from Ohio State especially, right? They were right in the playoff race. Penn State maybe a little bit more stable now with the James Franklin news, uh, but still on the road, I look for this Michigan State team. We'll, we'll start getting Michigan State money. I think what uh, betters, particularly professional betters, are waiting for is to see what they can possibly get with Michigan State at home. I mean, I'm seeing two and a halves out there. A three is an absolute grab, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the dog if that happens. Uh, but again, this is a game two. Uh, this is one. This is the midday game here. If, if I had my choice, I'd flip the time between this one and uh, the Ohio State-Michigan game. We, I guess we're, us bookmakers are not allowed <laughs> to do any flexing, but uh, <laughs> at least in terms of times. But uh, two-way, uh, uh, I think we'll get to some two-way action, but it's going to take more than two and a half. All right. He is Vinny Maiulo, the odds maker over there at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Vinny, it was nice to talk to you for the first time. Appreciate you, and have a good rest of the weekend, bud. We'll talk to you again, Femi. Well done. All right. On the other side, Stormy Tony joining us from Hollywood, a.k.a. L.A. She's there for BYU-USC. And, of course, my top five college football rivalries. It is my guys in the desert coming to you from Visa V Sports Bank. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Black Friday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Here's a final segment of My Guys in the Desert coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe filling in for Stormy Bonatoni, who joins us in a matter of moments. But first, let me get to my top five rivalries in college football because it is rivalry weekend. Number five, Miami and Florida State. This one's a little nostalgia kicking in for me, but it's one of my favorites growing up. Think about all the great players who have played in this game. The Hurricanes lead the all-time series 35 in 31 in the 90s and the 2000s it always had national title implications attached to it and of course two words wide right if that can describe a rivalry you know it's a top five rivalry number four the army navy game one word to describe this game pageantry the scene is absolutely captivating every single year i've never been to the game nor covered it but it's definitely on my bucket list of games to go to as a college football player football fan they play for the commander-in-chief trophy which is just awesome and from a betting perspective the under has cashed 16 straight games in this series dating back to 2005 maybe go under this year again we'll see what happens in a few weeks number three ohio state michigan the game is what they call it kicking off tomorrow noon eastern 9 a.m pacific but this game would be higher on my board if it was a little bit more competitive over the last 15 years. One of the most intense rivalries, though, from a historical standpoint. Also, I'm a uniform junkie. The uniform contrast, especially when they play in Ann Arbor and Michigan has the blue on and Ohio State has the white, absolutely outstanding. One of the best uniform contrasts in all of sports. And it always just feels big. You get the big house on one end in Michigan and then get the horseshoe on the other end, both 100,000 fans in both stadiums, though. But the Buckeyes, they've never, or they have won every game, I should say, since 2004, except for one, currently riding an eight-game win streak. We'll see if Michigan can keep that thing close tomorrow. Number two, Oklahoma and Texas, Red River Showdown. If there's only one game I could go to in college football for the rest of my life, it would be Red River, the epitome of border wars, amazing pageantry and aesthetics one of the rare neutral site games that still feels like a big time college campus environment also super competitive all the time eight of the last nine games have been decided by seven points or less so you get intense rivalry and entertaining football and my number one rivalry in college football the iron bowl alabama and auburn no game in the country has more hate and means more consistently to the national title picture. The home team has won every game since 2016. Think about the memorable games. The Cam back in 2010. Cam Newton leading Auburn back from 24 down. The kick six in 2013. Countless Heisman Trophy winners have played in this game. And it is a classic in-state rivalry that has hate going down from generations on to generations. So the Iron Bowl is my number one rivalry in all of college football. Speaking of rivalries, just kidding. Stormy and I are good friends. We're not rivals. Stormy Bonatoni joining me now from Los Angeles. She's covering BYU, USC, Pac-12 after dark tomorrow night over there on ESPN. However, Stormy, speaking of rivalries, we're going head-to-head -head in the Apple Cup coming up later on 5 o'clock, all right? I see you got the Cougs on your list now. I grew up in Seattle. I'm a Husky fan. I'm taking Huskies' money line. The season's been a disaster, but I think the dogs get it done later today because psychological war for the Cougs. They're scared of them. Haven't won since 2012. Ain't <laughs> happening this year. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, just that segue about us being rivals for a second. I was very taken aback. I was like, I thought we were in the um, But hey, you know, I'm, 
been on your Huskies a couple of times this year. They've done well for me, but I am. I'm on the opposite end. I'm on the Cougars this week. Um, you know, I, I, I get that Washington has historically owned this series. Owned but it. They, they're just a, <laughs> they, but, 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 but this is a big old B-U-T, buddy. Um, <laughs> they just have not lived up to the billing this year. And then in the moments they start to progress, they have their head coach fired and rough performance against Colorado, losers of three straight. And I think they mean it, make it four. Meanwhile, Washington State, considerably better. You have to admit over the last seven weeks, you know, before, even before Nick Rolovich was was let go, because you know how sometimes another coach comes in and or you're trying to like fight for the interim guy or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like they started getting better before Nick Rolovich was fired. And then ever since under Jake Dickert, they have been really, really good after that one and three start five and two since, including just a three-point loss to BYU, a competitive game with Oregon. I think Washington State's trending up. I like the Cougs. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. You know what? You're still my friend, even though you're on the Cougs later on this afternoon. But, you. you know, it's just football. We can't be too emotional. Speaking of the Cougars, BYU taking on USC. You like that transition? Uh, and You're in L.A. for that game. You'll be covering the game. Right now, the Trojans, seven-point favorites, total 64 and a half. We won't talk about the betting perspective since you are on assignment for that game, but what are some interesting news and nuggets that betters might perk their ears up at that you've uh, un- 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 discovered, I should say, between, in the, between these two teams? Yeah, you know, the one thing I really worry about with USC, and I just got off of my, my coach's call and player's call with them about 20 minutes ago, and for as positive as I know they're trying to be and talking about when on the sideline momentum swings have gone their way have gone not their way and you know trying to encourage guys to persevere it's just tough this time of the season with how depleted they've been with the pressure that's on that program year in and year out and them not living up to expectations i just worry about the trojans being a little bit on quit watch right uh, mm-hmm. i know technically they still have something to play for um they can get bowl eligible if they win against byu and then they go on and have to play cal in that rescheduled covid game after the issues that cal had earlier this year but that's a really tall task that defense got throttled last week by their in-state rival for 62 points. They allowed 260 yards on the ground, 350 through the air. It was it was really ugly. Um, and so I do think that they play a better game against BYU, but I think it's an uphill battle. And when I saw the initial line with this game at six, I w- I'll tell you, like I was a little bit surprised that the number was as small as it is. Clearly other people thought that too, and it was bet up to seven. Um, but it'll be an interesting game. I think BYU on paper and legitimately just with their health are the better team. Um, and they're going to have a lot of blue in the Coliseum yeah. tomorrow too. That's, that's a group that travels. One of the interesting stories though that we did uh, uncover that I guess I can share that's fun. Um, Jackson Dart, the true freshman who's the USC quarterback, his first official offer that he got was from BYU. One of his best friends that last year of his in high school um, was Zach Wilson's brother, Josh Wilson. He wow. trained with Zach Wilson, the former BYU Cougar, um, the year before his senior year in high school and going into college. So that's just kind of one of the fun little storylines that we'll unveil during the broadcast tomorrow. All right, Stormy, let's get back to your bets here. we got about two and a half minutes to go. So I want to talk, talk about the sweats. Good news and bad news for you. San Diego State plus three. You took that. That cash, they win the game outright against Boise State. East Carolina, you took the points there. Two touchdowns they were getting at home against the number four Cincinnati Bearcats at last check. I saw 21 to three on the scoreboard. So how you feeling right now? I mean, you can still get in there. You know, it's 18 point difference right now. Still plenty of time. But how do you feel about your Pirates there at East Carolina? Yeah, they just started the third quarter, and I'm a little bit annoyed because it was a good start. Cincinnati missed a field goal early, and then East Carolina had a field goal. It was up 3 nothing, And then once once Cincinnati started capitalizing on the chunk plays, and, I mean, how often have we seen Desmond Ritter be able to do that the last couple years? Um, just tearing up their secondary poor guys. But, um, you know, we'll see what transpires there. Like you said, a lot of time left. So uh, I am out of the state, so I cannot be live betting to try to do anything right now. I'm not looking at any of those numbers, just dealing with what I got. I'm seeing Cincinnati Um, 24 and and a half point favorites on the live line. Oh, man, see? (laughs) 
that's when you get back in on East Carolina. Dang it. Um, but any hooser, as for San Diego State this morning, um, huge win. I am pumped, especially as an Aztec alum myself. Um, down 16-3 early. It was not looking good. I did also bet the under 44, which cashed at 43, but like, at 16-3, I was like, all right, at least I'll win one of these bad boys. Um, but the the plus three, the money line win comes through for San Diego State. I don't know if you know this about my Aztecs as well, but they do have the best punter in the country. I, I've heard about this um, kid, Areza. How do you say his name? He's just like 80-yard yep, punter. Man, <laughs> he's crushing it, crushing it. So at least we have something to look forward to this year. No, um, <laughs> the Aztecs have been an interesting team. They've had so many closed games this year, um, but I, I was happy to see them get a dominant win against a team that we hate in Boise. <laughs> All right. Hey, Aztecs, best punter in the nation, it looks like. Well, Stormy, best of luck to you tomorrow night covering BYU-USC, Pac-12 After Dark. Folks, make sure to watch that, and we will check in with you, obviously, next week. Thanks, Sam. You're the best. All right, that does it here for my guys in the desert. Thank you to Chris Andrews, or rather thank you to Benny Mayulo at the South Point. Thank you to Stormy Bonatoni. Thank you to Wes Reynolds. Thank you to John P. You know who you are. That does it for the show. Coming up next, Rush Hour with Danny Burke. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.